do you know yourself and do you know how that applies to your business or anything that you do in life finding your identity this is now tell us and i'm your host anthony moirore today we have a great guest with us who's known as catherine Orsinelli, who's going to talk to us and tell us about finding your identity so without taking one more minute why don't you join me as we go together to meet catherine here we go Hi, Catherine. Hello, Anthony. Yeah, welcome to Now Tell Us. Yes, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited you, uh, to, to have you here on our show. I see you You like also calling yourself Kat. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I like it too, the way it is. So welcome to Now Tell Us. Now, would like to know, where are you? I am in Middle Tennessee down in the southern oh, area. Wow. <laughs> how's, how's the weather there? Oh my gosh, it's actually amazing. The last few days have been like in the upper 70s. So I've actually done part of my work with my laptop in my backyard <laughs> to get some sun. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, and, and here we are talking about finding our identity. Now, And I'm always curious to hear stories of uh, people in their early years and how they uh, found themselves and how they are living uh, life to the fullest up to today. So maybe we'll go back to uh, you growing up. Did you grow exactly where you are right now or did you move? So I have actually, I've been in Tennessee since I was younger. I was originally born in Florida, but my family moved up when uh, I was about five or six. So I've been in Tennessee most of, most of my life. Oh, that's wonderful. And how was it growing up? Uh, it was wonderful. Um, at the time, the, even the area, it was uh, a lot more rural, so more trees and not as many people. We are now one of the fastest growing areas um, in the United States. Uh, mm -hmm. But I, I love Tennessee because of the nature trails and the state parks that we have here. And I've always been an outside person. So growing up on 64 acres in the country uh, was always um, something that I highly enjoyed. So that's why you'll find me outside doing my work. <laughs> wow. I love nature yeah. too. I love nature. Nature is one of the, I mean, you'll find me uh, going to the park any time that I have the opportunity just to enjoy the coolness of mm -hmm. the park and the birds uh, singing and uh, everything that is happening there, seeing new people meeting and greeting and saying hi, smiling to a passersby, always a wonderful thing. Yeah, yeah, it's really a way to reconnect. I, yeah. I enjoy it. It brings me back to the present moment. Okay, now present moment. We come here. What do you do now? Oh goodness. So I am a I'm a business management and personal development coach and I work with 
entrepreneurs um, as a whole to help them regain themselves and simplify their businesses or their lives and help them find the path that is going to work best for them and then help create an implementation or a system that can propel them forward in that. Beautiful. Is this something, the uh, topic that we are talking about, is it, have you always been this enthusiastic? Have you always been knowing who you are and living to your fullness? Or was there a time in the past that you had some challenges and you had to overcome and you had to actually work towards finding your identity? Let's hear from you. Yeah, definitely. So um, as a teenager, I felt like I knew exactly where I wanted to go. Uh, I had big dreams and goals. Um, I was always, you know, very outgoing in sports and, and things like that. Uh, my life actually took a change uh, or a turn at the age of 16. Uh, so I actually ended up getting pregnant um, by the first boy that I ever decided to <laughs> date. Um, I did actually keep my son. He is now 18, actually 19 in June this year. Um, mm. And from that uh, kind of really switched the trajectory and everything that I thought I was going to accomplish in life. And I really wholeheartedly took on this passion and mission to be a mom. And from there, um, I actually ended up in a relationship, moved out uh, on my own, thinking that I, you know, could figure it all out mm -hmm. <laughs> at 18. Um, that actually landed me in an eight-year abusive relationship. So at the age of about 27, 28, um, I actually finally left. Uh, my boys were 10 and seven at the time, and um, I moved back in with family to start over. And when I mean start over, I mean I filed for bankruptcy. I bought my first car. I bought my first cell phone. Um, I, I literally started life over um, like you would if you were 18 at, at the age of 28. Wow, you started quite early. <laughs> and, and I know, and, and it's not always, everything is not always negative. I know there are benefits that you've seen by starting early. And there are some things that you say, oh, I lost that because I, <laughs> I started early. You share with us what, what are some of, if you, I, I hope you agree with me. And if you do, what are some of the benefits that you see by you starting early, maybe by accident, but then you found yourself here? Yeah, definitely. So I definitely think the benefit is that I get, I still get to kind of grow up with my kids. I'm able to relate to them um, a lot easier in my personal opinion, just because there is such a short span in between. So the things that my oldest one was going through, I closely was able to relate to that. Now that my youngest one is going through it, he's 15 now, um, I'm still able to really relate to that because I still know what that feels like. And there's been a lot of a healing journey as well um, through that. So I really feel like it kind of created a unique connection to know how to mother but also know how to be understanding at the same time and be able to stand understand it more on their level and not just on a parent level and now getting started on your business after you you you, you decided okay i'm going into business or did you first get how did you get into business were you first employed somewhere or did you just 
go into business right away? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, I actually have over 15 years of customer service and I was in medical administration. So when I actually got out of my abusive relationship, I was bound and determined to finish my degree, which I never was able to do. So I got my degree in medical administration. I was already in that field. I was in that field for about eight years. And at that time, another change happened in my life. Um, and so I started to realize that things weren't aligning with me, that the identity that I found myself with when I was in that past relationship was not aligning with the person that I wanted to be currently. And that actually ended up causing a lot of stress between me and the doctor that I worked for. And um, I guess, unfortunately, but at, at the same time, it was a blessing in disguise. I was actually fired out of nowhere um, due to some moral uh, miscommunications of some things I, I stood by. And um, that actually forced me into the first bit of my entrepreneurial journey, which was actually real estate. And um, I started in that a little over four and a half years ago. And through that journey, I really started to realize how much I enjoyed helping people um, from that. I actually took a corporate position with one of the largest brokerages in the world, and I um, handled their 250 something agents at that brokerage and I did agent coordinating. So I did tech training. I did regular trainings. I walked newer agents who were starting a business on their own, um, create a plan and a system that was going to work for them. And I followed that or followed up with them and stayed on top of that. And from there, it just kind of blossomed into business coaching and personal development because because I really enjoy watching other people succeed and them having that light bulb moment um, when you know it's right there at the tip of their tongue and they just can't figure out how to say it or how to implement it. And I could be that driving force behind that to push them to that next level. Wonderful. And, and I'm curious to know, uh, transitioning into business and you have a family to take care of, how was it? Uh, it was a little difficult at first. Um, I was very blessed by the time I had got into real estate. I had built up enough um, credit and savings and things that I was able to go into that. And I had a sense of determination knowing that I was the only person that would be providing for my kids at that point in time. So uh, it was it was difficult and it comes it comes with its constraints, but it was also a really great push for me to really make sure that I was handling my business or I was trying the best that I absolutely could instead of just sitting back and hoping um, that things would fall in my lap. Mm. Okay. Now, um, I want to thank all the people who are watching. Thank you for that. I want to thank all the people who are watching us or listening to us. If you have a question, please ask the question and uh, Catherine will answer us. It is about finding your identity. And uh, if you can share this uh, show, if you can ask your friends to watch it, if you uh, have a, a comment to make, we appreciate feedback. So thank you very much. Uh, we proceed. Now, we, we go to the people who have a problem with finding their identity. How, how would you maneuver them into being the people they need to be and finding and incorporating that into the business that they do or their careers? Tell us. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I think the biggest thing is understanding what it is that you 
really are passionate about or your mission driven about that is specifically for you. What I tend to see with a lot of people is we tend to have these missions or these passions or these purposes, but it's actually kind of directed by other people. And mm -hmm. it could be your family and what they've supported you in. And so you don't want to let them down or your spouse or your children. And, and that can actually cause a lot of misalignment with people. And so you really have to take a step back and really focus on what would make you happy? What is your driving force behind something that you want to do? You know, for, for me, my mission is to, to help people get unstuck, to stop fighting the silent battles that they are fighting and know that there is a support system out there because I know what that's like not to have that support and know where to go um, or, or not feel judged, right? And so so taking that step back and really looking at yourself and what makes me happy, what do I enjoy doing constantly? I could do all the time. And that is where your passion lies. Mm -hmm. From there, you can take whatever business that you have or what you're doing in your career and you can kind of just shift it ever so slightly, right? And I know some people, it's it ends up being a complete flip-flop, right? And they go to something completely different, but you can start small. And that's something that I preach about a lot is starting small with anything that you do, because that's what actually creates that bigger momentum instead of looking for those huge um, goals or huge pieces that we can be proud of. We have to start at the bottom and we have to build up to create that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, what, what, what challenges did you find your, yourself in living your passion? And, oh, um, gosh. Um, so several different things that I, I tend to see with a lot of people. I think the biggest one for me, uh, especially when I was in the medical field and when I jumped into um, my entrepreneurial journey, was people pleasing and boundaries. Mm -hmm. That was a huge one. Um, and again, that that kind of goes back to you and what you understand for you and what you are comfortable with, not what everybody else thinks. Um, and so those are two things that I battled with a lot. And to be honest, the, the people pleasing still kind of happens occasionally, especially when it comes to my kids mm -hmm. or my husband, right? Because you hold them in such a high place in your heart that you want to make sure you're doing absolutely everything. But what that ends up doing is that ends up misaligning with who we are and we tend to start taking care of other people and putting ourselves on the back burner so those are the two big things that um, i see that i struggled with but also that i see a lot of people struggling with mm. good it's good to know that so um let me check we have people uh, uh iris gold feeder gold fan uh, I hope I got that right. Gold feather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, boundaries, uh, they, are, they are so important. And, and because it's not easy to set boundaries, uh, can you maybe advise us on how to do it? How exactly do we go about that set, setting those boundaries? Yes, yes. So again, going back to simplifying things and starting mm -hmm. with something small. So for instance, especially people in business, if you find that 
you are constantly answering your phone or you are constantly answering emails because you are afraid that people are going to think that you're not paying attention to them. Mm -hmm. One of the really great, simple ways for you to start establishing boundaries like that is include in your emails or in your text messages or when you're talking with someone, hey, um, I normally check my text messages or my emails at this time. So if you get to me beforehand, just know um, I am still there for you, but it won't be until this time when I check them. What you're doing is you're just creating that outline so that honestly, you're teaching people how to treat you. And Mm -hmm. so a lot of people tend to think that when you're starting boundaries or you're setting them, you need to be able to say no. And for a lot of people, especially those that have been through, let's say trauma, like, like I've been through in domestic violence, saying no completely shuts your nervous system down. So you need to be able to dance around that no until you get comfortable enough to say it. And so sometimes redirecting people like, oh, I absolutely love that. I do actually have this. What about this time? It's not you saying no, but it's an easier way for your system to let you down so that you can start building that up. And then what actually happens is as you continue to do that, your body builds up this self-confidence. And then it's so much easier to get a little braver in how you say things, a little braver in the things that you tell people until you get to a point where, like me, I come with a disclaimer when I work with my clients, you know, and that is I'm very blunt. I'm very honest. I don't sugarcoat things. Mm -hmm. Um, But it took me a really long time to get to that place because I was so afraid to offend other people. So you have to start small. Mm. Now, working with your clients and even before they come, they become your clients. I know there are things that you're sharing out there, some content. In which ways are you sharing with them so that they may get to reach out to you and then start working with you? Yeah, definitely. So I'm always on social media. Um, Facebook and LinkedIn tend to be the bigger platforms that you'll find me on, um, but I'm also on LinkedIn. Um, I have really started doing a lot more lives um, or recorded videos. You'll catch me in my stories if I have some crazy idea or something that caught my attention. Um, So that's usually the easiest ways to to reach out to me and to follow along as well. Um, I have a Facebook group that's actually going to be opening up soon, and I'd love to have people in that as well. But if you're looking to connect with me to ask questions or to learn more those are going to be um, the easiest way or you can visit my website (laughs) um, where you can find a lot of that information as well um, at agentservicesplus.com wow that's beautiful so you can always go to agentservicesplus.com and connect with Catherine otherwise known as Kat (laughs) now I know you have a podcast how is it doing Oh, yes. I, you know what? I um, I was told that I should do a podcast and I was so super nervous to uh, to do it because I am a recovering perfectionist, mm-hmm. <laughs> as I like to tell everybody. Um, and so I made a vow to myself that I was going to do the podcast. It didn't matter if it wasn't done right. And I was going to go with it and see what happens. Um, okay. What actually ended up happening was something beautiful. Um, 
Editing is stupid simple because I don't fix anything in my podcast. Um, and more people have commented on the authenticity and the realness of that. And I have actually been flooded with the amount of people that want to be guests on my podcast. Mm -hmm. um, so even though I'm still newer in the game, I am actually all the way booked out through like June on people that want to be a part of it. So I'm, I'm very blessed and I have met some of the most incredible people and I have connected uh, on such a deeper level with so many people, uh, including the person that uh, actually commented, Miss Iris. And I, I just feel extremely blessed for the people that I have been able to chat with and learn from. I love hearing other people's stories and their triumphs and their failures and, and sharing that with the audience as well. What's the name of your podcast? It's called Real Chat with Cat. Real Chat with Cat. <laughs> a good name the, uh, you thinking of publishing a book or something I am. So I'm actually in the process of writing a book. Um, and it's funny that you mentioned that. I actually just uh, made a reel about that yesterday about um, moving forward in something that you know is bigger than yourself. So when you feel something tugging at you and you know that you should be doing it and you don't really understand why, you need to make time for it. And so I am actually in the process of, of writing a book. Um, it is going to be about my story of abuse, um, but it's also going to be a story about what I wish I would have known. I really want to dive into the thoughts that I have and the very intimate things that I dealt with that a lot of people don't tend to talk about. And we tend to hold to ourselves thinking that nobody else would ever believe us, that they would not understand. And I want people to realize that there's more of a connection through these things than people understand. And it's really time that we stop hiding behind those um, for thinking that there is so much gain guilt and shame behind it. Um, there's a huge percentage, um, I believe it's like 60% um, of the U.S. that have all been through some type of big trauma. Mm, well, wonderful. Eddie says, we are waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Thank you. And then we have uh, Marcelo who has come in and uh, I think he found us going on. Maybe you could give him a brief of what it is that you do. Although I know yeah. she's gonna, uh, he, he's going to rewatch this episode and find out more, but in a few sentences, let him know who, what you do. Sure. So I work with people in their businesses to create simplified structures and organization, whatever that may look like within your business. Um, those that know kind of what they want to do, but not really sure how to put it into action. I love to come in and be that brainstorming queen to help simplify and create it with you. Mm, that's in a short and quick and profound. <laughs> yeah, that's what exactly Kat does. And you can find her on agentservicesplus.com. You can go and connect with her and hear everything that she has to say and uh, interact with her and get to be ready to receive the book when it comes. So go and follow up with her and connect with her. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, we've had things you, you have done, things you're doing. Uh, what is there in the future? Tell us about uh, now, but you mentioned the book which I asked about, but what else is there in the future? 
Oh my goodness. Um, I actually uh, have a, quite a few things I would love to, to obtain in the future. One of them is actually public speaking. I want to not only share my message in my book and with clients, but I want to spread the message uh, as far and wide as I possibly can. I want to have conversations with people that are searching for their identity, that are fighting these silent battles that they don't talk about, they don't feel like they'll be supported about. And I want to share my story to empower other people and help them come out of their shell to seek support or find the help that they need or make that leap that they know they've been needing to make. They just have kind of been sitting back and waiting for it. So that's that is definitely probably my big picture goal. And we can see you're already good in that. It's, <laughs> it's not like you're going to start. You're already good at it. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I actually, I love talking. And, mm -hmm. Well, I'm Italian, so that kind of helps. No, um, I've, I've always uh, enjoyed teaching people and training people or giving them ideas of things that I went through to help them skip a couple steps to get ahead. So um, through this journey and through the healing that I've done and being able to not only work on healing myself, but also work on healing my children as they grow um, mm -hmm. and become adults. That is a huge mission of mine. And I want to be able to help more people see that side and be okay with being open um, to the shame and the guilt that you do feel, but know that it's going to pass. And so I just, I really have decided that Everybody goes through things for certain reasons, but I really do believe that I went through what I did so that I could be the voice for others that do not feel like they can speak up, that are hiding in the background and wishing that no one would bother them or they don't have the support. And so they keep struggling trying to figure out which direction that they should go. I want to be that support. I want to be that non-judgmental person to help people have a space where they can thrive and they can flourish. Wow. And that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Now to the viewer, to the listener, it's not a ma about where you are coming from and what has happened to you or what you've done in the past. You can always pick the good things from that and flourish and become the best version of yourself. And um, Catherine is here to be with you, to walk with you. And uh, this is another thing I say on when I talked about picking the positives. Now that your children are adults, shortly, you have all the time to do all that you can, being as young as you are right now. Isn't that a beautiful thing? It, it is. Um, I am definitely blessed in that aspect because while I did start young, I was able to devote a large part of my life directly to my children and building them up. And now I do have the space to create what it is that I want and what it is that I believe supports me fully um, that I know is going to support my children and other people. But I can now take a little bit more calculated risks that you're very cautious about doing as a parent. So mm -hmm. yes, I'm, I'm definitely very blessed in that sense uh, to be able to still have um, space to create what's going to light my fire good 
Now, Marcelo has understood whatever you said you are in his own perspective. He wants to know. He understands that you are an identity supporter, helping confused people on their difficult <laughs> in life, I think. How's that explanation? Love that. Love the identity supporter. That's that's actually a really unique way to put it. Um, and to kind of uh, elaborate on that, most of the people that I'm, I'm talking about when I talk about finding your identity and, and creating that support it is right around that personal development threshold. So really that transformational piece. So for those that um, seem to be searching for their passion, that seem to be searching for where they belong, that have been through traumas, like I talked about earlier, that, uh, you know, like what I have been through, that we tend to lose who we are because we put so much into other people, whether mm -hmm. that's through your abuse, that's through your trauma, that's through people pleasing. And so I want to help people pull back from everybody else and really work on themselves so that they can figure out the direction that they want to go and what really aligns with them so that they can create a life of their dreams. Mm. Well, and uh, you are doing already a wonderful job, as we are seeing. So we know that the future is bright with you here and being an identity supporter of many people. We, we, we appreciate you taking your, your, I mean, answering to your call, because that's, a, I call it a call. And thank yes. you for answering. And, and we wish you all the best in life. So to all those who've been listening to us uh, thank you pano hi pano and everybody else who's been here commented on TikTok, on youtube on facebook we are everywhere uh, please remember to share our video with uh, your friends and um, give us feedback we appreciate your feedback and we want to see you being the best version of yourself today we have been talking about finding your identity with Catherine Polsinelli. Mm, beautiful. And, and now we are coming to the end of this show. But before we go, we would like Catherine to leave us with a few words that we should always remember. Which are they, Kat? Oh, goodness. So many things. Um, my favorite is to start small. No matter where you are in your life, no matter what it is that you're trying to change, start with the small things. The small things are what actually are going to build that mountain. The mountain doesn't build itself by being gigantic. It has to have all the dirt and the layers in between. So be proud of those layers, whether they are good or bad, and learn from them so that you can continue to build. Mm. Marcelo thinks you are speaking so fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Italian side, Marcelo. I apologize. <laughs> Uh, thank you. No, we, Marcelo, please understand that we've got so much to share in a very little time. <laughs> That's why Kat speaks first. Anyway, thank you very much, Catherine. We really appreciate you taking your time and being with us here. We also appreciate all our viewers and listeners, everywhere that you are. Iris, thank you. Marcelo, thank you. Panos and everyone else. Ugly, thank you. Uh, for watching us over there and everybody else we really appreciate and uh, we uh, remind you to go and find your identity and uh, if you having challenges along the way please reach out to catch she's an identity supporter <laughs> well that's it for today but now tell us i've been your host anthony moirode and together with our guest today catherine Polsinelli. 
we are saying bye for now. Bye.